Hi, I'm Alex Freycon. You're listening to My Therapist and I, a podcast that isn't just about therapy, it is therapy. More specifically, my therapy. In this week's session, um, I talked to Dr. Steve about a concern that I have that I'm a little bit too judgmental. I sometimes can be quick to judge, and I worry that that is bad. And uh, Dr. Steve and I talk about where that comes from, some real-life examples, and then, you know, he tells me to chill out. So, hope you enjoy. I mean, maybe you just get just some Ricolas, you know? Ricola. No, yeah. Just pop a couple of those bad boys, because I feel like I got a personal threshold of the number of times you clear your throat with before me snapping. Just be like, damn you it, might, Steve. You might have to snap. <laughs> I have to let the beast out. <clears throat> it doesn't clear. Have you always, has this been like a. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe since COVID the first time two years ago. Or two whatever, years. Year Seriously? Maybe. You think so? Yeah, maybe. Wow. And what is it? Is it like a tickle? Like, oh, I got to get this. I think bit. I know the, fe- the feeling where yeah. it's like. Or something there, kind of. Might be seasonal allergies, post nasal. Post nasal. I've been uh, so I've been getting a cough at night. Yeah, wakes me up at like three in the morning. Super annoying. But I'm. I was trying to figure out what it is. Was it acid reflux? I went to the specialist, and they were like, "Well, we got to do an, got to do an endoscopy." Blah blah. I was like, mm-hmm. "I think it's just post nasal drip." Human beings. Yeah. Okay. We're Round recording. Two. Round another day, another new day, another new session with Dr. Steve Harris, founder of Discernment Counseling. Nope. <laughs> nope. Discernment Counseling, LLC. Do you still talk to uh, William Doherty? Several times a week. Is he a, is he a doctor? Is he a what? Is he a daisy doctor? No, is he a doctor? Yeah. Dr. Doherty? Yep. Is he still doing discernment counseling? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Is discernment counseling pretty widespread across the United States? No. Focused here in Minnesota? Um, there are people who know about it because we've been out preaching about it. I mean, presenting on it and stuff like that. So people know about it, but it's, you know, it's it's only a couple of years old. I was just going to ask, when was like the birth of discernment counseling? Well, we had a textbook come out in 2017. So I think okay. five, five years or so, five, six wow. years. Fascinating. That is pretty new, I imagine. That's cool. Um, so yeah, last uh, session, sort of spill over from the previous session, and I think that's something that I'm just going to continue to work through. Um, relationships, past relationships, being a kid. Yeah. Definitely with my dad. Um, but there is another thing that I want to discuss with you, something new. Is it about my sweater? No, that's not a sweater. That's almost like a... It's definitely a sweater. It's almost a turtleneck. It's a mock. Is that a thing? A mock, mock turtleneck? Uh-huh. I've heard that before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I got... You, you said I had the same two Navy I wondered when yeah. you first walked in if I maybe <laughs> and I went, left an impression. <laughs> I know I didn't, but I went and I looked. So go look at the records. <laughs> Did you look? Yeah, I'm like, there's more than... <clears throat> there's more than a couple different shirts there, so... <laughs> Oh, I was just teasing, half teasing, half thought I was correct. Yeah. 
but stand corrected, the record shows. So that's another thing that's interesting about this uh, format is I can go back and listen to past sessions, mm-hmm. which is a really sort of unique experience because in regular therapy, you know, you don't have that. No, you don't have that ability. ability. Yeah, or luxury or like, yeah. torture. Um, because there were stuff that I listened to in the March 10th episode. I mentioned this. I re-listened to that yeah. over lunch. And I was just reminded of like, oh, yeah, this is true. And it made me feel, you know, like I was doing therapy again. Yeah. So it was fascinating. Yeah, hopefully I'm not contradicting myself from one session to the next. No, the only thing is, uh, this is a callback to like six episodes ago. We were talking about how like my uh, experiences with dissociation and if you're, I made the analogy of like, oh, if you have a sprained ankle and you're focused on your ankle, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to, you're going to obsess over it versus, oh, I sprained my ankle and I'm moving on. Mm -hmm. And um, I couldn't remember if I heard it from you or George. You're like, no, 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 it was me check the record and i checked the record and it was actually george so i just want to clarify that um so i have joined um this group of it's called the entrepreneurs organization eo are you familiar with it no that's literally what it's called (laughs) and uh it's been really interesting for me because i think it's brought up I definitely struggle. (laughs) I find myself struggling in like group scenarios. It's very hard for me to be in a group of people uh, and to like dedicate time towards an objective um, because I find myself being like, I am much better off on my own. And I don't like that I feel that way because it's it's doesn't feel like a good thing. You know, it doesn't it feels like a glass half full kind of a it feels like pessimistic sort of mm. like curmudgeonly Alex versus like, hey, we're in a group, like, you know, let's trust each other and share each other. Basically the premise of this group is you have these uh you get in a group so like five or six and you share stuff about what's going on in your business and your personal life too. And the idea, the idea is like group therapy for business owners. Oh, okay. Um, and I find I've, you know, I had this meeting and I really struggled with it because I found myself, I found mastery Alex kicking in a little bit being like, okay, I don't see how any of this is going to benefit me Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, Hey, give it a shot. So, I had a really strong reaction to it, actually. I was mm, thinking about yeah. just like quitting. I'm out. Yeah. Um, and the more I've thought about it, the more I've been like, there's a running theme with me in my life, and it is I, I don't do well in groups. You know, I, I really love being able to contr- handle everything myself, being in, you know, responsible for... I love everything being under my control versus like, oh, I have to rely on other people. I hate yeah. that. Uh-huh. And I'm very quick to judge as to whether or not I think a person's going to be beneficial to me, which mm-hmm. I don't I don't like saying that out loud because that sounds just super judgmental. Douchey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have said that, Dr. Steve, but I appreciate well, your it's interpretation. A, it's a technical term. <laughs> uh, found in the 
discernment textbook from circa <laughs> 2017. Um, and I, I don't know why I, I'm that way, right? Because there's that old, there's a famous African proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first heard that, I was like, oh, would much rather go fast alone. Um, and I also feel like that's wrong. Wrong in the sense of, I don't know that I like that, that I think that way, feel that way. But, I just, to, but to me, the, those that's a both and as well. Like, hey, there are times you need to go fast and times you need to go far. So I guess to that I would say, I don't like, it's it's very hard for me to go far. I'm like focused on fast, uh-huh. alone, fast, don't need to rely on anyone. So if your, I, your pursuit of going fast somewhere pre- prevents you from going far. I, I think that's a concern I have. Yeah. Additionally, a concern I have is, am I, what's causing me to judge these people so quickly and judge others and what's causing me to look at other humans as efficiencies or deficiencies as opposed to, hey, you know, we're just, we're in this together and there's going to be ups and downs, but like over the long haul, we're going to make a ton of progress together. Mm -hmm. It's really hard for me to get there. I'm like, one, I'm just like, I mean, I did my first meeting and within like, I'd say three minutes, I was like, I was just like, I'm out. I want, I'm, I'm done with, there's no value. And I was taken aback by how quickly I made that judgment. Mm. I just kind of felt gross. And I sort of worry that I do that with a lot of people. So did you stay with it or did you <clears throat> ride well, that out or did you so up and leave? I voiced my concerns. You people can't give me anything. I put it more delicately than that. And uh, as is true with most secret societies, mm-hmm. I got a little bit of pushback from the hires up. It was very interesting. They called me within like 20 minutes. Called you after the meeting? After ended? I sent out an email saying, hey, here are some concerns. I'm wondering if maybe my group's not the best fit for me. Oh, and one of the directors called me and was like, hey, you know, this could be a you thing. I mean, what were you expect? They were, they were defensive about it. How di- you know, who, what, what makes you think this is not right for you? Maybe you're not right for this. Mm-hmm. And um, I think what was so, I just, and I said this on the phone, I was like, I'm really sensitive to this whole kind of, Scientology approach, which is we're a group, you're either with us or you're against us. And mm. it just got a little uncomfortable. It ended in a good place. Because mm-hmm. I think at one point I was like, hey man, listen, this is feeling pretty confrontational. I'm just trying to explain how I'm feeling and where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, yeah, I hear you. I'm sorry. You know, he gave a list of reasons why they were stressed out and you know they've been growing a lot and blah, 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 blah. But uh, it was, uh, it's been weird. It's been weird. On the one hand, it the group or that experience. The reason I joined that group was because I feel as though I would benefit from being a part of a community. Uh-huh. Being more open with others, being more vulnerable with others. I join one and I immediately just judge everybody and want to leave. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, Alex, what's going on in your brain here, buddy? Like, do we need, is there something we need to unpack here? Mm. What do you think, Dr. Steve? I, I mean, <clears throat> sounds like it's uh, something you're learning about yourself. Like you sat down, you had three minutes and you jumped to some conclusions. You voiced your concerns. You hung in there with the conversation when they pushed back. So I'm, I'm not, not going to read too much into it just yet. Yeah. Like if there are other places where you're seeing like, yep, that's what I do. I jump in. I make these sweeping assessments of people before I get to know them. I mean, oh, a million percent I do that. Yeah. A hundred, uh, yeah. Every time I meet someone. Yeah. So that may be about going fast instead of going far. And maybe you're oriented toward going fast. It'll probably serve you well to some degree, but it'll also probably it feels very cutthroat. you. It feels very cutthroat and very like not a very kumbaya. Yes, ag agreed. Yeah, I kind of feel like a I approach relationships like a business person, like looking at a bottom line. You know, when you always hear like the consultant comes in, is like, oh, we got cut, we got to turn this company into shape. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. You know, you're dead weight. You're dead weight. You can stay. You can stay. Yeah. I sometimes worry that that's how I approach people too, which uh, doesn't feel good. Nah, it doesn't feel bad. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't. That's, that's not my experience of you. Okay. Well, that's good. I suppose that's true. You would. You would say you'd be like, yeah, Alex, you're kind of a dick. I don't strike you as judgmental. Um, not. Not overly. That's I mean, good. I don't. I don't know. You. I mean, the last couple times that we've been meeting, you've been being very pensive about relationships that are in your life. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know why it struck such a chord, but uh, the whole experience was. I'm also struggling with like. I get some weird kind of culty vibes from them. From this the, group, the EO. Yeah, like a part of me is. If they were to hear this podcast, I think there'd be a decent chance that they would kick me out. <laughs> like they, because they kind of have that like, you're either in or you're out mentality, which I couldn't be more antithesis of, mm -hmm. you know? Couldn't be like, that's just a load of garbage. Uh, they got some Kool-Aid drinking vibes. Um, it's one of those things where you go to the group meetings and like they'll have someone leading it. And he's, you know, like the speaker, like motivational speaker kind of vibes. Mm -hmm. And he'll say, you know, they all use this insider terminology. And he'll say it once, and then everyone else will like chant it back to him. And like those kind of vibes make me really uncomfortable. It sounds like <clears throat> Catholic Church. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of fascinating where it's like anytime you get a group of people together and you're trying to all believe a singular thing and work towards a singular purpose, whether it's religion or a entrepreneur organization, like they have the same sort of through lines. Just groupthink is just makes me super uncomfortable. <laughs> Why did you laugh? Because you started with the proverb go, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. You want to go, I far, know, you know, I know. Like there's a group of people who have identified that they can go farther with that, with the their group membership than they can individually and you're not there yet. Yeah, I think that honestly, I think that's what it is. It's like 
part of me is like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know that I will go farther with all of you guys. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think to myself, like the people I admire and the, you know, business people I admire and just people in life I admire, like, did they, none of them were like, oh, I only got here because I joined a group and they gave me lots of support. So I, I told Haley about this and every time I bring it up, she's like, Alex, you got to leave. You're going to leave. You might as well just get it she over with. She just wants you to rip the bandaid off. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I called her immediately after my first meeting. She's like, you've been complaining about this for the last like three weeks. Just get it over with. I was like, yes, but also it would be good for me to be a part of a community. So so there is a way that I'm thinking about it for you, knowing the little that I know about you. Um, <clears throat> you're big into team sports. Mm-hmm. It's not like you don't have a value or an appreciation that you can't bring the puck up every time. That, that somebody else has got to bring it up. Somebody's got to play defense. So you, yeah. you got to have a whole, I mean. That's true. So maybe this is just not your team. It's possible that the EO is just not your team. It's very interesting because, so I do love hockey. I'm kind of a domineering, like, captain manager Uh in the sense of, like, okay, here's how this team is going to get better. You guys are doing this thing. You got to stop doing it. Uh You guys are doing this other thing. You need to keep doing it. And that's how my brain works. I don't know. I go And how does that go with your team? Usually they're quiet. Some people are like, but they ultimately are like, cool, okay. You know, the results speak speak for themselves. Yeah. But I think the way that I come across sometimes is very like um, my way or the highway. It's douchey. Again, with your technical <laughs> terms, we got to use layman terms for the, for the audience me, here. All of the laymen know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that what you're saying? You can be a bit of a douche? I hope it's not a douche because a douche speaks to like a certain level of lack of self-awareness and arrogance like combined. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Whereas I'm typically like I genuinely care about the team and its success and I want us to be successful and I see a way that we can be successful and I know of the tough decisions that need to be made in order for us to be successful and I'm not afraid to say them. Right, but do you have the street cred to be able to do that? I think so. Do they look like? Have you logged enough time in the league? Have yeah. You, have you have for you hockey? Paid, <clears throat> have you paid your dues? Yeah. So that they go, he knows what he's talking about. So if he's telling me I need to fall back on defense, then that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, and if I think tell- about that a lot. Yeah. Because if I'm at a higher level, right, and I'm playing with people who are better than me, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that, even though you I, have thoughts. Yeah, I'm probably somewhat like right. In uh-huh. the sense of, I understand the game very well. Yeah, what I'm saying isn't inaccurate. It's just that I myself probably can't execute it with my skill mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I sort of approach situations, whether it's a team or a group, of like, "Hey, here's our path to success. Here's what I think we should do. Let's go." But I can be really like, I don't know. Sometimes I can come across as being like, "Well, whoa, what do you mean I'm doing this?" And I need to improve this. Why'd you say that? Like, if I were to go to my EOA group, it'd be like, "Hey, this, guys, w- this would work better if, if X, Y, and Z." And I'd be like, "Well, who do you think you are? Yeah, we've in already here? we've already got the Kool Aid recipe." Yeah. And, yep. And I just wish. Sometimes I wish I could just chill out and let people like, you know, maybe we don't have to get there. It's like setting up directions. It's like, okay, we got if we go here, here, and take a left here, and take this highway, we'll get there 20 minutes faster. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to get there 20 minutes faster. 
in my brain i'm like no mastery yes tw- you know yeah and uh that can impede my relationships with people because i can come across as a dick yeah i, I worry i don't know no one's ever said that to me and people sometimes if we're hockey people are like hey thank you for doing this like this is good but other times i don't know i just don't know yeah, and, and you have to you have to feel out the. Um, I wish people would tell me. No one's ever been like, "Hey, dude, put it on TikTok." They'll tell you, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, so, so feeling out the situation, like how how high or how minimal are the stakes? Do it. I mean, yeah. am I out here to get exercise? Am I out here to beat the competition into the ground? You know what? Do I want to do I want to get the most out of the team? I mean, am I really more suited to be a coach than a player? I yeah. Mean, it is interesting how I think I sometimes take things a lot more seriously than other people. I guess when I'm passionate about something, I'm like, hey, full focus, full energy on this thing, and that can overwhelm people. Yeah, especially when it's a pickup game, so yeah. knowing what the stakes are. Yeah. But for the analogy of hockey, for example, like we have an organized team. We play once a week. We're playing for a cup. There's playoffs. Not that the cup is way less impressive. That okay. is an impressive cup. The Hands of Time Cup is highly sought after. But for example, when I, I also organize weekly Wednesday AM skates, yeah, those are super chill. I don't care about that. You know, I'm not I'm just like, hey, follow the rules. Don't hurt anyone. We're all good. Um, and so, for example, for this EOA group, it's like, well, I invested money to join. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm going to invest the money and once a month I got to spend five hours with all you people mm, you people what is that yeah that's a yeah that's a telltale sign of judgment if i i mean i'm gonna take it seriously i'm gonna make sure it's a value to me but i also feel guilty for saying that you know because i don't want to come across as a dick or i don't want to be a douche <laughs> like mm-hmm. i enjoy making people happy and making people feel comfortable around me um but you also don't want to waste time. Yeah, a million percent. So that's it's that damn mastery. Just uh, like yeah, mastery. And <clears throat> if you're spending five hours with an EO group, when you could be spending five hours to get your next product out on the shelves, a million or, percent, right? It's like hey, I still have to feed my family. I, I still know. Have to... And they're like super adamant. You got to show up, and if you're a minute late, you have to kick in fifty bucks. They just have these rules where I'm like, oh my gosh. Kool-Aid drinkers. I don't predict a long life. I'm with Haley on this one. <laughs> I'm going to stick it out. I already paid, you know, they make you pay up front for six months. So it's like, I'm very interested to see what would happen if I asked for my money back. You can really tell <laughs> how an organization is like their moral compass based on the process of trying to get your money back. What that is like, that's how you can tell. Like so I can so I can tell from what their moral compass is when I ask for money back. Yeah, for example, I guess the point I'm trying to make is like any group that you join, you can tell if they're in a good place by what the experience is like when you try to leave. If they're like, "Hey, totally understand. I'm sorry it didn't work out. Wish you the best of luck." That's a good organization. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they're like, "Oh, you're not, you know, like this is on you. I can't, you don't want to leave, you know. Why are you laughing?" 
I just never thought of it that way. Yeah. <clears throat> so you give me things to think okay. about. Okay. I'm seriously. Like I Haley and I went on a trip to the Dominican Republic once and we booked it with a travel agency and uh, they messed up a ton of stuff. I kept apologizing, kept apologizing. I was like, yo, I, I want some money back. Put your money where your mouth is. And then they were like, nothing on the trip was wrong. You made everything up. Blah, blah. I was like, mm, I don't think that business exists anymore. I looked them up. They're gone. It's like, that's the easiest way to tell. You return something at Best Buy. Hey, they, they, they'll get a receipt. No problems. You return something at like, I don't know. Mark's Electronic Mart. They're giving you all kinds of gruff. It's because they're grifters. I am not saying that the EO are a bunch of grifters at all. I'm not saying that uh, because, again, the conversation I had. It sounds like you're wondering if you're the, a good fit. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that I am. But you're in it for six months. <laughs> I know. <laughs> be a good experiment just in terms of like, okay, can you find peace of mind to be like, hey, I'm with these people. They're just like me. They've signed up too. We've got that in common. They can't get out either. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely going to bring up my experience. That's why it's going to get really mad. They're going to be like, whoa, you talked about trying to get out? It's On like, your nationally renowned <laughs> podcast? <laughs> well, I might not uh, mention the podcast, but uh, just mention the conversation. It, I, I guess they might say, "Yeah, we think you're like your therapist. We think you're a douche, too. <laughs> just like your therapist, Doctor Steve. You don't actually think I'm a douche, no, do you? I don't. Um, it's just been interesting. Like, if I'm in work environments too, my old job when I was a copywriter, you'd get partnered uh -huh. with an art director. So one would write, the other would do images, uh -huh. and it was always tough for me because it was like, I need you to be as productive as I am, you uh -huh. know. And I'd always within a day, I'd be able to tell if someone was dead weight or not. It just feels like, I know, like it feels weird to be like, hey, you're a cool person. Like you deserve to be loved and respected. Also, you suck at your job and it's driving me crazy. Like I can have both of those thoughts at the same time and I feel like guilty about it because I don't want to, this sounds like I'm a dick. Yeah, <laughs> it could. It could. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I think a lot of what, what we do in here is uh, like, I feel like a lot of what I do is encourage you to think about the possibility of both and, right? So you can love your dad and you can still be, yeah, have hard feelings about the rageful yeah. experiences you've Doesn't had. Doesn't make you him. a bad uh, or good. Right. Yeah. So the guy working across from you, the person working across from you, um, they may be entitled to love and goodwill and all that. Um, and they do their job differently than you. Mm -hmm. And you may just say, that's a difference I don't, I, I can't handle you. Like, I don't know if they do it good or they do it poorly, Yeah. Um, but they do it differently than you. And you may be this exceptional talent that does things really fast and has a certain way of doing it. And you may know, I mean, that may be why you're here today as a 30 year old, 30? How old? Um, if you have to think about it. No, I'm just like, I love the idea of people not knowing. Yeah, I'm saying 30. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, what's wink, my point? Wink. <laughs> that's why you work on, that's why you work by yourself. Yeah. Like I think you do individual consulting and you do your own thing because that's. My own business, businessman. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And uh, I sometimes, I just hope that 
I'm doing that in the respectful, like, right way. I don't know. There's something about, like, I don't want to be the lone, curmudgeon dude. I feel like Western society is very big on, like, business is about teamwork and being able to work with people. And the majority of my professional life and personal life, it's been like, okay, I can get along with people, but, like... I get more done by myself. Yeah, I'm just going to march off on my own, which... uh I have gotten feedback that it makes me seem like I, you know, unapproachable. Uh. And I think I'm sensitive to that. Uh. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't mean it to be personal. I don't mean it to feel like a personal critique or anything like that. I just, you know, what it reminds me of is the work we've been doing, like this idea of acceptance in terms of like just accepting people yeah, and accepting situations, accepting <clears throat> difference. Mm-hmm. Accepting frustration, a feeling of it. Yeah. Okay. It exists. Just accept, continue. Don't focus on it. So I guess this is a long-winded approach, way of saying, I think my relationships with other people, I could stand to be like more focused on the acceptance part as opposed to the mastery part. Because I approach relationships with the mastery. Even, man, I wonder if Haley's like, yep, I totally, he's trying to. That's where I was going to go next. Yep. Because if it's. She sent uh, that. Because if it's a. um, I'm in the rocket ship. She's in the turtle. Right. And it would make me sad if she were to say like, hey, I'm feeling fine where I'm at but I feel this pressure from you. To be something else. Yeah. To go somewhere And else, I'd be like. To go faster. That sucks. Alex, get that under control, man. Yeah, but I think, I mean, this is the thing that will, this is the thing that's going to permeate all your relationships. It's going to permeate with your folks, with your brother, with your, with Haley, you know. Yeah. It's going to, working relationships. So you figuring out what's the balance between doing my own thing and having a cuddle group, you know, like maybe it's 80, 20, right? Like I need 80% of my time to be my own thing. Yeah. I don't, I'm not opposed to group stuff. Yep. I, I want to be in a relationship. I've, I've, yep. I've I've asked someone to marry me. I I want that kind of, but I think, you know, for, especially for, for Haley and you, like there's going to be a significant amount of your relationship. It's going to be defined by you doing your own thing. Yes. And is she going to be okay with that? Are you going to be okay with that? Is, We've is, talked about does this. Does it land on her as a commentary? Like, oh, you don't want to be with me. Well, no. It's just I I have this proclivity toward individuality, and I want to be married still. I want to be partnered. I want to be with somebody. But this is what I know about me. Yeah. We've touched upon this subject, particularly with travel. Yeah. As I used to once a year go somewhere unique to play hockey for like two weeks. Yeah. And she was kind of like, why do you want to go do this alone? And I talk about, it's just really about exploring and, you know, learning new stuff about myself. I spend 10 days pretty much unplugged from society, you know, Mm -hmm. on my phone, just thinking, exploring. I come back learning a lot more about myself. And I think in the past she'd taken it personally. Um, Yeah, he doesn't want to be with me. Yeah, which isn't the case at all. And Right. I just, to your point, it's like 80-20. This group meets once once a month. Can I do once a month? Yeah, I mean, maybe I prefer it to be once every three months, but I think I can right. I can do one day a month. 
and I think that might be a good context for me to remember. It's not that I'm doing this. If I did this once a week, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just uh, mastery and acceptance rearing its head again. Just a little bit of a bulldozer. They get it from my mom. And dad, maybe? Yeah. Yep. Two strongly opinionated, strong-willed people. Yeah. Um, But okay, that's good. At least I know I'm not a terrible person. I didn't say that. I think that's a good place to wrap up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just happy that you have to write in, like, when you type in what the... The podcast about you have to figure out how to spell douchey. <laughs> I know. I actually know how to spell it, and I correct people all the time because it's French. Is it? Oh well, yeah, it's un douche. Yeah, yeah, un douche. Uh, yeah. So I I will correct people when they spell it wrong. Yeah, it's just another example of Alex doing his Alex thing. All right. Well, thanks for your time, Doctor Steve. I really appreciate it. <laughs> And uh, until we meet again, everyone else, stay happy. Take care.